Maybe I'm just nostalgic Or maybe it's truly magical This is Brooke. And this is Andrew. And this is a Disneyto podcast. That's right, it is. Andrew. Yes, Brooke. How do you feel about stealing from the rich and giving to the poor? Well, I personally am totally for it. And in addition to myself and possibly you, Brooke, I know one other person that's definitely into stealing from the rich, and giving to the poor. Because he's not a greedy guy, but he's a helpful guy. And he's also a fox. Foxy guy named... Producer Matt. (sighs) (laughs) That just ruined the whole setup we had. You know, I could have just lashed out a quick little joke right there that I'm going to be polite. He's being good. Oh, it's starting. But... Robin Hood. Robin Hood. It's been forty-five years since Robin Hood was released. It's on been November. It's been forty-five years since you're looking at You emptied all my wallets. <laughs> Five days since you shot at me <laughs> with your bow and arrow. Come back and see me. Baloo is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually never seen this movie. This is one Never. of my favorite Disney cartoons. And As it would be. In typical producer Matt fashion, he fucking loves Robin Hood. So, I mean, listen. this is a <laughs> like, I like how you <laughs> open this bag and a beer just appears. <laughs> that is amazing. Listen, Are there any more? There? I brought a cooler bag of beer. <laughs> in, I, didn't, I didn't put that together. Go ahead, Matt. In a very, <coughs> I would say, fairly timely manner that we're talking I'm about this. I need an opener. This is the 45-year anniversary. This is beer bottle opener tag for Rowdy would come. Is that not a twist-off? Yeah. Uh, no, sure not. I have a lighter in my pocket. No, Matt, keep going. This is the 45-year anniversary of this movie's original release, but there's a new Robin Hood movie also coming out this week, so it's actually beautiful timing. And like a new one? There's like a new one with Jamie Foxx that's coming out in theaters. By Disney? No. Okay. I was going to say, I haven't heard anything. It's Jamie Foxx. No, he's like the guy who trains Robin Hood. Oh, I'm trying to remember who oh, plays Robin Hood. Dope. Who's a Robin Hood? I'm going to find out. Is it Michael B. Jordan? Taron Egerton from The Kingsman. He plays Eggsy in The Kingsman <gasps> movies. Is he Robin Hood? He's Robin Hood. Who is that? The fucking who? hot dude that plays the main character in Kingsman. I've never seen it. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I still think it would be way better if it were Jamie Foxx's Robin Hood. Brooke! <laughs> Let me see this guy. Maybe he's a very new... He's playing Elton John in the movie Rocket Man. It's Google. He looks a little rough there. Well, he's a bad boy in that one. Oh. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you really want to go crazy, you could add shirtless to the end of his name in Google. Oh, I like that little hair drop yeah. right there. I like him with the glasses. I'm uh-huh. really into the glasses. You need to see him in Kingsman then. Wow. Yeah, he's uh, he's Robin Hood. 
and he's got an accent accent he's for pretty him. cute yeah i so the how thing how old is he old enough <laughs> well maybe for you but he might be too young for me i mean he's older than 18 mean. younger than 40 well so you know i like he, him right about uh, that age Born in 1989. He was an Oh, archer. he's older than me! Yes! <laughs> Wait, he's third? No. Thir- he'd, he'd be almost 30? Yeah, he's, if he's not he's 30, 29. he's 29, yeah. Ooh, I like him older than me. Here we go, Taryn. All right. You can Tearing have up. your choice between me and Andrew. You can have us both. We might share. I don't know. Anyway, so you've never seen... I've never seen Robin Hood. It's Andrew true. has been kind of like... He hasn't really expanded on it, just that he wasn't excited to do this. He just like, was this. really pissed off about proposing this topic, about us watching the movie. Andrew, why were you so upset? I've watched just about 70% of Disney movies, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I'd say 70. Animated or just all? In general. Okay. I've watched a lot of Disney movies, at least once. And if they didn't resonate with me, it can quickly go on a shit list. Not all of them are like, I love the movie, but most of them, at least like, that was a good movie. I like yeah, that. Yeah, not all of them are Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Well, I don't remember Robin Hood ever ruffling my feathers in a good way kind of thing. Okay. Um, and as I may have shared before, the only Disney movie, you know what, actually, I really love when Disney did the Shrek version of Robin Hood. That's my favorite. That wasn't place Disney. Of Robin Hood. Yeah, that, that was, was DreamWorks. Was DreamWorks. I know, also, but I'm really. I Shrek think, is so fucking good. Actually, did I show you guys the meme about um, hey the favorite now, Disney you're movies? All yes, you told us about it. Yes, yeah. there's another one that I saw <laughs> pop up. I'm gonna have to find it. I'll post it at the Instagram. What is it? I see memes sometimes. You know the Shrek memes. Mm-hmm. There's one. It's like um, my favorite Disney movies, and it's like a couple like Toy Story, Lion King, another one, and then it's like. Shrek. <laughs> like, this Shrek. is not this is a thing. Shrek is so good, though, that it could have been a Disney movie. And that's the thing. That's DreamWorks, like, shining accomplishment is fucking Shrek. It is so good. Their five-minute Robin Hood scene was mo- more compelling and memorable for me than this whole movie. See, and I like this movie because I like the animation style on it. I really like the songs in it. And I actually think that it does a good job for, especially like the older Disney films that weren't the greatest with the comedy. I remember this one actually being pretty funny still. But I guess there's only one way to find out. (laughs) I'm a blank slate. I guess I will break the tie, won't I? Yeah. Here we go. It'll be great. Let's go to Robin Hood. All right, well, we've watched the first, like, 25 minutes or so. We've watched. Watched. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the first 27 minutes of Robin Hood. Uh, this is my first time. I will reiterate. And good sign is that no one wanted to stop it <laughs> to, yeah. to talk. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it was time to stop. And I was like, wait, what are you doing? We're still watching this, which, as Matt pointed out before we started recording, is better than uh, Sleeping Beauty when we're like, when is it over? <laughs> Please stop. Yeah. Um, Quite the difference. So my first impressions, I mean, it, to me, I kind of brought it up uh it looks like it's taking place in the 100 acre wood. The animation style is very similar. 
Um, which makes sense because that was all kind of done in the 70s as well. Yeah, this is only like four or five years removed from the Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah, so I think that makes sense as to why it's kind of uh, familiar. Um, I First and foremost, why why are all the animals blazed out of their mind? <laughs> uh, the rooster, in the beginning, his eyes are just bloodshot as hell. He is so high. Mm-hmm. And all, I mean, and then um, when... What's his name? Who's Baloo? Uh, he's Little John, not Little to be confused John. with Prince John, okay. which I think it's weird that there's that, two Johns. Yeah, that just confused me because we're at that part where they're talking about Prince John. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, so that part where Little John and Robin Hood rob... Prince John. Prince John. <laughs> Jesus, this is very confusing. Um, I was like, how are these rhinos like not noticing the bear under the chest clearly stealing all of the gold? And then it panned over to the rhinos, and they were also blazed out of their minds. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's Wait, why. Wait, when was this made? In the 70s? 73. Ah. Uh, Everyone's high as hell. But seriously, um, I think it is interesting that their eyes are red like that. Because not every character is. Mm-hmm. And it does make me wonder, do they actually make these Disney characters, like, stoned? Are they? Is it a rich thing to be stoned? Back then. It is interesting to note that, because um, we made, I mean, you made the joke when you first saw the rooster of like, what is this, Rockadoodle? And I said something about Chanticleer, that this was, at one point, they were trying to make a movie based on the book, Chanticleer. <laughs> and then we're like, now let's just do the sword and the stone instead. But they used the designs that they had drawn for this. I was saying when we were watching that this movie's kind of infamous for being like, very it's a thrown together. Yeah, you can tell that they're reusing a lot of like characters from other in films. Animation cells, yeah. I mean, Baloo is in it. He's Little John. Yeah, he's even voiced by the same person. Ka is Hiss. Um, I'm sure there are more waiting yeah. to be found. Now, um, let's see. I have a couple of notes written down here. Uh, so the rooster narrates the movie. The rooster is voiced by Roger Miller. Did who, he get high a lot? I don't know. He was a country singer in the 60s. Yeah. He was yes. infamous for the song uh, King of the Road. I'm like, I'm a man by means, by no <laughs> means. At, he's like looking King at the King of the Road. <laughs> but uh, he was like a country singer back in the 60s that was known for his like weird sense of humor. He had songs like You Can't Roller Skate in a Buffalo Herd and stuff like that. Like He wrote these really goofy he, yeah, country songs. Yeah, because he was high. Yeah. So he yeah. wrote all the songs for this movie as well. So they all kind of have a weird goofiness to them. Um, I do have the note, the rooster is high as fuck, which is what Brooke screamed while standing up. (laughs) (laughs) I was so uh, shocked. I actually didn't take a lot of notes. Usually I have like a ton. Yeah. Um, The snake gets tied into a knot while Robin Hood is pretending pretending to be a fortune teller. It was very mean. It was very mean. Prince John just tying hiss up in a knot. That was rude. And then I wrote down the quote, there's Friar Tuck, the old do-gooder out doing good. Stupid ass line. <laughs> <laughs> old good doer out doing good. He roasted. He got That's roasted. a Trump line right there. This is a very Trump movie. Uh, Prince John is Trump. <laughs> and I mean, you can't disagree. Prince John is Trump to a T. So listeners, if you want to Photoshop Prince John's head on President Trump and post it on our group, I'm totally cool with that. He's just trying to get the Photoshop off of him and just a little bit. Judy Hops. Um, speaking of Judy Hops, <laughs> yeah. uh, we're introduced to an entire family of rabbits. <laughs> yeah, and I quickly 
told Matt to avert his eyes because <laughs> there were so many bunnies on the screen. I didn't want him to lose it. But I do want to talk about uh, not just that scene, but I, I think what I really like about this movie, and I'm like remembering things. I haven't, I haven't watched it in a couple of years, but I like that they don't shy away from like making sure that the sheriff of Rod, uh, of Nottingham is like a dick. Like he's, he's, you know, grabbing the dude's leg just to Otto's get some, leg. yeah, Otto's leg to get the change out. The little rabbit just got a single gold piece for his birthday and he takes it from him and they do a good job of just making him very unlikable and making these characters while they're kind of like cute animals still like you can very, very easily. You're like, okay, yeah, now he's not yeah, likable. I didn't even know the sheriff was a wolf. I thought he was a fat rat. Yeah. <laughs> he looks Whoops. like one of the fat rats out of like uh, American tail or something like that. He reminds me of Radcliffe from Pocahontas. He's just like fat and mean and I don't like him. Oh, I know, Rowdy. You want the French fries. <laughs> so I was doing my best to look up to see if they were actually stoned in that movie, and nothing. nothing. No confirmation? No, it's it's really hard when you put things like the keywords into Google. It just doesn't quite match up. I did see something interesting, though, while doing that. Showbrook. Oh, my God, yes. Interesting correlation, right? Yes. It's um, Robin Hood and the Little Rabbit. Uh, from Robin Hood, obviously. Sorry, and then oh, and then yeah. they become the fox. Okay, got it. And then they become Judy Hopps and what's I'm his sorry, name sorry. from Zootopia. Yeah, cover Judy Hopps' face. We can't <laughs> let Matt see that. <laughs> Apparently it says in December of 2014, Disney announced that they, were, they had a spec him. script for a live-action version of the film uh, titled Nottingham and Hood uh, and that the tone would be closer to Pirates of the Caribbean movie series. When? What? That was in 2014. Um, oh, I don't believe that. But that doesn't sound like they were actually going to try to do this in the way they do Beauty and the Beast. Just they're like, hey, let's just do another Robin Hood movie. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that counts as remake. <laughs> just another adaptation of Robin Hood. Uh, well, unless there's anything else, we can just dive right back into the Robin Hood. Andrew, do you still have this on your dislike list, or is it slowly moving up the ranks? So... As we are, what, about 25 minutes into the movie, um, I actually remembering a lot more than I remembered before. Yeah. Like, um, which is weird because I really don't remember, like, watching this movie more than maybe once. And so it's surprising to me how familiar it is as we're progressing through it. Maybe I blacked that part of my childhood out. I don't know. But it's better than anticipated. I'm curious to see uh, how the movie continues to ramp up. And, uh, yeah, check in with me in about 20, 25 more minutes and we'll see how we're going. All right, let's dive in. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth at what the other has to say. Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. So, so we're back. The last... 30 minutes has basically just been the archery scene. <laughs> yeah, uh, that whole competition. And we learned something important. <laughs> Everyone is high as fuck in this movie. Yeah. Just as simple as that. It's, I mean, <laughs> the scene was 20 minutes long because they were all stoned and couldn't get each other. Then there was hallucinations from probably some pretty extreme, maybe some LSD 
There I, was a lot of pies involved. Yes, lots there of were munchies. Elephants falling asleep like mid trumpet. Yeah, they are just so stoned. Yes, it's <laughs> very on bizarre. Some serious downers. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's interesting. I have so, I have one line written. I've got some notes written down based on just like listening to you guys talking. Oh, so there's a quote that happens early, right when we start it, which was uh, Maid Marian's hanging out with, I believe her name's Cluck. Is that the name? Clucky? Of, something like something that. Something like that. And she says, um, if you're not careful, your dad's going to have an outlaw as an in-law. Uh, talking about her and Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. But then this is what led to the discussion you had. You're not a fan of Robin Hood's voice. No. No. Expand on that, maybe? Um, I feel like Robin Hood sounds way too like classy, pretty boy. And for a thief, I feel like he's got to have like a little bit more of an edge. A little, rah, a little rasp. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. felt like I just you have like a smoker. When I look at him and I think about what he does and like the gang that he runs with, I just feel like a little like he has a little bit more of an edge to him than yeah. like what this very uh, articulate voice is giving him. I'm like, just I don't buy it. So I have a question, and I've never really good perspective or perspective. Thank you. I've never really read the source material, so I have no clue. But if him and Maid Marian grew up together, is he actually supposed to come from like a noble family that kind of went off on the the other side because he didn't like the idea of nobility or? I don't know. I mean, I would imagine so if they grew up together that they were probably running around in the same class. Yeah. Um, And and that's all an assumption. I have no idea. Uh, Which would explain his more... um, Because everyone else around him definitely doesn't have that like very proper... Yeah, but even still, I just feel like he needs like a little bit of an edge. Like there's just something I'm not buying. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, He got a good point. Thank you. He's not tough enough. Yeah, he doesn't sound like the voice doesn't fit the character. I'm gonna have to research Robin of Maybe Wasley. it's because deep down he just has such a big heart and soul, which is why he steals for everybody. Mm-hmm. But the bad boy thing is just like a persona he puts on. No, no, just kind of a <laughs> bitch. Yeah, I'm just not buying it. Nah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah. So, starting to slightly remember why I was kind of snoozed to the movie. Yeah. Because the scene... Goes forever. Goes forever. Yeah. It's... I think, though, that it's... um. Sorry, he's going to cry because you're not it, touching him. As we... Uh, as we to have his, his legs rubbed. He's weird. As we watch, like, more of the films from, like, this era of Disney, I feel like that's a common issue with a lot of them. Like, a lot of, like, the... The like late fifties into like the early eighties, they would have these scenes that would just be there to like eat up time. Like Cluck doing the football thing is like three minutes long when it could just be like a thirty second bit. And Five then, like, seconds. Yeah, like yeah, real quick. Yeah, they like drag it out. And then you know we were just looking at like they you know they reuse a lot, of, repurpose a lot of stuff, which is kind of interesting seeing how they did, but it's. Definitely, like, we're just filling space. We're just Here's some people dancing. Yeah, they're just, like, it's all filler. No killer here. No. Um, nice. I, think, I do think it's very resourceful that they are recycling animation cells and, and all that. Like, that's smart. Makes sense. But, I mean, it's also serving no purpose to the story. So, yeah. oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, talking about filler, like... What's interesting is it's not like it's one of the early, really early Disney films where somebody was going and seeing an animated film for the first time and it didn't look like filler. It was just like this 
beautiful thing brought to life, this animation. Whereas at this point, we've had animation out. It's on TV. Like, at this point, people are watching, like, cartoons on television. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that there's this era where the movie just gets kind of so snoozy and dry. Yeah. yeah they just don't, they don't know Instead what f- to do with this time. They need, like, this, fe- this feature-length film, but they don't know quite how to get there. So they no. just fill in a bunch of this stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And I think that what at least gives this the edge over like a Sleeping Beauty, though, is that I find all of the characters likable enough that I'm just like, well, I, I just like, like, they're fun to look at. It's a great there's, background movie. There's enough character development to be interested in the story. Whereas Sleeping Beauty, there's no character development. We don't know anything about Aurora, but we're expected to be attached to her and invested in her storyline. But. We don't know anything about her. And that's not to say we know a ton about these characters, but we know enough that we're interested, especially with Marion and Robin. We know they have a history, that they've been together, and they have these, you know, unresolved feelings for one another. And that's interesting enough to keep someone, um, you know, watching. Yeah. Uh, Now, Andrew, you had proposed a theory that the chicken is a butch lesbian. Yeah, that bitch um, <laughs> is broad-shouldered. Hey, I'm broad-shouldered. There's nothing wrong with that. Brock, you are not that broad-shouldered. Uh, I do have really broad shoulders. If you measure my shoulders, <clears throat> actually very broad. I know. You have like... Maybe like athletic broad shoulders, but not like muscle builder broad shoulders. A lot of people ask me if I'm a gymnast or a swimmer or was a gymnast or a swimmer because I'm so broad. Yes. That just means you're fit. She is butch lesbian. She's broad shoulders. She's got that big old chest. You know, she's got big old boobs that she's shoved up in there real tight though. And just the way she kind of takes charge. And she tells me Marion to go away because this ain't a place for a lady. Yeah, exactly. And dives into a fight. Yeah, and she goes ham on those football player dudes. Yeah, and then that's that's right. At, uh, right after Prince John yells, "Seize the fat one!" Yeah, and she's the only woman that's fighting with men. Yeah, so fair enough. Butch lesbian. Uh, last little piece of fact that I have written down is uh, the song "Love" that was playing uh, was nominated but lost for the Oscar of Best Original Song, and uh, I kind of agree because it's a it's a really weak snoozy song. It's then followed by Little John's song, which has got like a little bit of pep to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that whole that whole scene was just snooze. Yeah, just walking that. around a waterfall, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, pacing just took a nosedive for well, a little bit. I was like, are they about to get freaky in this waterfall? Because <laughs> waiting for it, I'm here for it. <laughs> but then they didn't. I was just like, oh man. But he did put that flower on her finger. He's about to take another flower from us, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, talking about her virginity. Do you folks. guys know what it means? What she means? I'm sorry. What the she fuck means? Did you just I'm say? sorry. Oh my god, Andrew. All right. Well, there's only a couple more minutes left, and by a couple more, I mean like about thirty. So we'll go yeah. back and finish this up, and then we'll get our final thoughts in there. We're back. Yeah, here it is. We're back. The movie is done. We just finished. 
Uh, I gotta say, it lost me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the question. I also am like, eh, maybe I only like this movie for the first like 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, this is fun. And then I like drift off and it's a back. It really. Backdrop movie. I liked the first 30 minutes. The 30 to 60 minute mark. I was kind of like, eh. And then after that, I was just like, no, no more. And it's because it's all filler. Yeah. There's so much filler. They don't know what to do with this movie. There's so many dumb scenes that don't advance the story. There's no character development in them. They're just very unnecessary and weird. And it's just like, it's so easy to just be like, oh, I'm going to turn my attention to something else. This is like a 70 minute movie that they tried to shoehorn into an 85 minute long movie. Yeah. Um, no, this is like a 15 minute short film <laughs> that just got stuck. It on probably would be a really good short. Yeah, it really would. So here's the well, question. There's, uh, there's more substance in a lot yeah. of shorts I've seen than this. So we've watched three of the classics so far. Where would we, where would we put this in relation to Snow White and Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping Beauty is still the worst. Yeah, yeah this is between um, the two. Okay. You know, though, here, I might give this I would the edge say, over Snow White, I would Snow say White, this actually. is better than Snow White. Really? I, for the first, the first 30 minutes, yes. The, yeah, the beginning was better. You know what now I'm thinking, though? We are talking about how it kind of gets dry and there's not really substance through it. And this might... Like, let's not forget that there's like a 40-minute cleaning our face segment in Snow White. So, yeah. it's hard. I think the first 30 minutes of this movie is better than um, the first 30 minutes of Snow White. I think, I don't know. Snow White doesn't pick up until the dwarves come in, for sure. I think Snow White might be a stronger movie overall. Yeah. I think, like, this just falters a lot after the first 30 minutes. It really falls off. One of the complaints of this era is that it you know it was a bunch of people with no leader because Walt had died and it it feels like that it, it yeah fe- it definitely feels like there's no <laughs> real direction here like they just kind of like had a story and just you know we're like all right I guess we're doing that we got a bunch of concept art clicking through yeah, on I know the, I love concept <laughs> it's art so it's my good. favorite I liked him heavy like yeah. that no, no that's King, King Richard. Richard. He looks all cute, all chunky. That's King Richard, though. There's Prince John again. Um, so I have a couple notes, not a ton. We didn't make a reference to this in the previous piece, but when Little John's um, dressed in his costume, he keeps referring to Prince John as PJ. And uh, when the as soon as we hit play, the first scene is Hiss and the Sheriff of Nottingham making fun of Prince John, and they keep referring to him as PJ from that point on. And I thought that was like a cute little detail that like they picked up on the nickname that he was given. Um, but then beyond that, the it's like DJ. Yeah. DJ T DJ Tanner, DJ Tanner, Tanner Trump. Uh, because <gasps> he is Trump. <laughs> he is Trump. Prince John is so <laughs> Trump. It's whiny unreal. Little. He calls a woman fat. Yep. He's a whiny little bitch. He's a whiny little bitch. He's orange. Greedy. He's all about money. Yep. Taking from the poor and giving to the rich. Like if that is not Donald Trump, <laughs> then I don't know anything about anything. So let's talk about the one of the more questionable moments. Um, they're showing all the townspeople in jail, and this is when Brooke pointed out that there's just a random shot. There's no purpose for it, and it's just a group of raccoons in a chain gang walking into a prison cell. And as you pointed out, there's like some pretty 
There are a lot of racial undertones yeah, to that. That's a um, lot. There's no reason for the shot to be in that scene. It's absolutely unnecessary. They don't even like make mention of it later, except for maybe when all of the uh antagonists are now on later a chain gang. in the chain gang. But they also never, I don't remember them showing us the raccoon characters at all up until no, that that's point. that's the first time we see them. Like, it's very strange. Um, the Friar Tuck gets arrested, and uh, Prince John plans to have him hung in order to lure Robin Hood out. And this is where we get the probably the biggest chunk of lot of filler with no real direction in this is Robin pretending to be one of the vulture guardsmen. <laughs> this is good over there, just giblets. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that's all it is. Giblets. <laughs> giblets. It's almost yeah. Thanksgiving. Giblets. <laughs> um, and it's so I don't know. It really lost me there, but I think the first thirty minutes are really good, very engaging. They make you enjoy a lot of the characters in that first thirty minutes, but then just like towards the end, oh look, it's Baloo. Imagine that. Um, Oh, this is the sing-along version yeah. of the songs. <laughs> and it was, I mean, it was interesting to see the, the reuse of the the cell animations and all that, but it's, I don't know, it, kind of, it definitely lost me at the end. It felt too long. It just didn't, it didn't need, they could have cut, you know, even 10 minutes. Yeah. And it would have been a much more engaging film throughout. I, I would love to do more research on the whole repurposing thing and do like a full episode mm-hmm. on it. Because I'm I don't think it's just this movie. I think there's a bunch of movies in this time yeah. period where I they did it. I think um Beauty and the Beast does it when uh Belle, unfortunately, and Beast <laughs> are or Prince Adam are dancing like at the ball. I think that's a reuse of um Aurora dancing with Prince Philip. Yeah. Well I will do some research and do that maybe in two thousand nineteen. But wow, 2019 already, folks. Yeah, we're already like planning. We're planning for the future. Next month is December. <laughs> when does it air? Yeah, when does this air? Right before Thanksgiving. As all right, giblets. It's almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> Next Turned month is Adam December. Adam Sandler there. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> I don't know. I I just do. So it's like a mix between your fat guy and <laughs> I go and something else. I go wherever the wind takes me. Okay. <laughs> uh. And it's then, from Pocahontas. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Movie yeah. reference. Yeah. Robin Hood burns Ro- down the castle. Prince John and all those guys go to some type of jail slash chain gang mm-hmm. situation. And King Richard returns for the wedding. And then he says, I now have an outlaw as an in-law. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. End. And then, you know, Andrew pointed out the final scene. It's like this crazy extended arrow bouncing all over the place for like a minute and a half. Had to get to that eighty-minute marker. Yeah, <laughs> gotta hit it. Yeah, it was. It's not a. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. I no. wouldn't. I would just say it's a movie. It's, it's a movie of best. its time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the best. Um, but it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, we'll figure out uh, one of these days. I'm waiting for us to watch one because, like, now I'm at the point where I've seen. I think there's only like three or four left that I haven't seen. I'm waiting for us to get to one where we're all just like, ooh. <laughs> like, yeah, because I'm starting well, we to wonder. We can watch Moana. Like, I'm down. <laughs> no, but I mean, like one that we haven't really seen recently or ever. I mean, I feel like I've seen most of them. This is like yeah. a rare one that I haven't seen, um, at least as far as the animated classics go. That makes sense. Because yeah. um, I obviously still haven't seen Wreck It Ralph, but whatever. We're gonna we're gonna quietly ignore that. <laughs> It'll happen. 
Oh, it will. Um, because I do want to see the second one because my girl Pocahontas is making an appearance. <laughs> so I need to see it before I see that. All right. Well, you guys want to wrap it up because hot damn, it's late for wrap us. Wrap it before you tap it. We got to go to bed, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's thirsty up in the house. I'm just tired. I want to go to bed. Typical woman. Oh. I just want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> all right. So this is my first time seeing this movie. Like I said, I don't think it was bad at all. I think it was okay. Um, I think it's like, you know, if it were on, I might I might pop it on TV and like give it a watch. I do think it'd be better if I were stoned to watch it so that then, I, I mean, all these animals are stoned. Can so I then tell maybe, you? Maybe I would relate way more. Maybe I mean, I'd be like, this is this is the one, guys. This is the, cl- the golden classic yeah, that maybe, nobody appreciates. Maybe that's what we did wrong. It, it could be. Not that I'm necessarily inclined to try it again. This but. might this movie might be made for stoners. I mean, look at that rooster. <laughs> look at that high ass pig. He, that jolly ass pig. Look at all of them. They are high as shit right mm, now. Mm. The blue King Louie dance. Yep. So, is there any places that people can contact us about their opinions? Oh, Robin Hood? I'm so glad you asked, producer Matt. You can absolutely contact us with your opinions about Robin Hood and whether you think everyone is high as fuck as well. You can email us at disneytopodcast at gmail.com. You can email us from our website, which is disneytopodcast.com. We have a Facebook group called Disneytos, and we also have a Twitter at disneytopodcast and a brand new Instagram which is also at Disneyno Podcast. So make sure you check it out. Get in touch with us somehow of those 3,000 ways. If you can't get a hold of us that way, send carrier pigeons or, you know, send a dog sled team. Or they could mail us. You could send, uh, uh, put it to Disneyno Podcast at P.O. P.O. Box. Box 350, <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts, 02134. Bastin. That's actually not at all a made-up address. That is so accurate. You know that exact address, don't you? I know the exact Thank one. you. That's a real address. Bastin. It's not our real address. But it's a real address. Box 350, Boston, Mass, 02134. We didn't say it was ours. We didn't. I wonder if you could still send stuff to that mailing address. Why do I know that mailing address? Box 350, Boston, Mass, 02134. What is that? Why do I know that? Send it to Zoom. Oh, it's Zoom! <laughs> yes! I fucking loved Zoom. Back before the shit Zoom we have now, we had real good Zoom. Real good Zoom was the shit. I fucking loved Matt, Zoom. were you too old for Zoom? Oh, two, one, It was on PBS three, after four. school. You're probably in high school then. Send it to Zoom. Matt Zuma, never learned Ubby Dubby. Zoom! Yo, Zoom was that shit. Ubby Dubby Wubby Fubby. I used to submit stuff. Yeah. To Zoom all the time. They never got back to us. Oh, never. But (laughs) one time they made a cheesecake on there, and I made it. It was pretty good. No complaints. Anyway, you can (laughs) get in touch with us that way or submit something to Zoom still. That's pretty cool. And if they do respond to you, please let us know. I would would like to know if they're responding to anyone these days. (laughs) I want to find out, too. I hope you find your dad. Oh, that's terrifying. Get that image off the screen. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Giblets, giblet, 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 big jiggies of bigs. Great googly moogly. That was a literal quote from the end part of this movie. <laughs> um, 
Hey, Toxic here. And Meridon, too. We're the hosts of the Overleague podcast. Are you a fan of Overwatch League or just a fan of Overwatch in general? Well, if you are, we break down matches and all other Overwatch happenings, and we won't judge your main. Tune in every other Tuesday to the Overleague on Geekscape and wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 